We're talking with Professor Stephen Zunez, who is with the University of San Francisco. We've had uh, Stephen on for, for, for decades on various um, shows uh, on uh, October 8th. Hamas launched a major attack on uh, Israel. Many hundreds died, including uh, civilians. Ham uh, the uh, Israeli government has launched an all-out war against Hamas and killing many civilians in the occupied uh, territories. So, so Stephen, what does this all mean? And how is this a turning point in this 75-year struggle between uh, the Palestinians and Israeli? It is one of the biggest tragedies, obviously. I mean, this is the uh, by uh, Israel, which has had a, a tragic history of terrorism. This is by far, by far, the uh, the uh, largest uh, uh, massacre of its kind. And unfortunately, I think that the Palestinians, who have had many uh, massacres of, the, of, the, of a much larger scale committed against them by Israel, are now facing something uh, many times worse as well. Um, whether it actually brings the process forward, I actually kind of doubt it. I think it's a setback. Um, international sympathy was growing more and more for the Palestinian cause, opposition to the far-right government uh, internationally and within Israel itself uh, was at an all-time high. But as a result of this terrorist attacks, Israelis are rallying around the flag and Netanyahu's leadership of the international community is expressing strong solidarity with Israel. And the uh, Palestinian struggle is now being depicted as its worst elements uh, manifested by Hamas, which is only a minority faction in uh, Palestinian uh, politics, uh, but uh, you know certainly has demonstrated has the means to uh, in inflict uh, some horrific violence. To be honest, I, I've not been surprised by the uh, Democrats, in particular, you know, rallying around all-out defense for Israel. But I have been surprised, actually, by the number of groups that have been willing to actually come out and while condemning the attacks by Hamas that, that killed so many civilians, uh, actually make the point that, you know, the 75-year domination of Palestine, especially the recently turned in them, the occupied territories and open prison, uh, is the root cause of the violence. And there must be, if we're going to get peace and we're going to get justice, it must deal with with Palestine, but you sort of indicated that on the international level, actually, this is a step back for the Palestinian cause. I, I think so. I mean, it is. Um, we're uh, we are you know you know we're seeing uh, you know solidarity with Israel kind of things uh, all over the place, and you know I am sure in most cases they are just talking about the innocent civilians who are being killed, but obviously there are those that are going to portray it as uh, something bigger than that. And, you know, the reactions in Washington, D.C., of course, uh, you know, even among some of the more uh, small but growing critical uh, liberal voices among the de Democrats, uh, even they um, have, have yet to come out in opposition to the, uh, and with a few, only a few exceptions, with the uh, horrendous bombardment by Israel of civilian targets in Israel, We've seen in uh, sorry uh, uh, civilian targets and 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 the Gaza Strip in in recent days. Now we're talking a few hours after uh, President Biden uh, held a national press conference, um, you know, to basically express his all-out support um, for for Israel in this uh, particular conflict. What should the American government be doing at this point? I, I think that. Uh, they should um, 
they're, they're certainly correct to condemning the uh, terrorist attacks in no uncertain terms. But I think at this point, they, they should be um, you know, calling for uh, an immediate ceasefire and uh, negotiations to um, return the uh, 150 or so uh, Israeli hostages being uh, held, kidnapped by, uh, by uh, Hamas and being held uh, within uh, Israel. Uh, and to start getting serious about moving you know, towards an end of the uh, Israeli occupation and disarmament of uh, a terrorist militia like that of Hamas. Now, I've heard sort of different assessments as to what the role of Iran may have been in this situation. Um, some have said Iran, even though it's one of the major funders of Hamas, uh, actually has some strained relationships with them. Uh, at the same time, Iran, who remains critically opposed to to Israel, not particularly happy that the United States been pushing Saudi Arabia to, you know, strike some type of normalization relationship uh, with Israel. What what role can we say at this point that we think Iran's actually playing in this conflict? I, I I've seen no evidence that they are playing a particularly strong role. I mean, I think this is kind of the classic uh, case that if there is a a um, <clears throat> insurgent group of one kind or another uh, engages in violence, the United States denies agency and blames our favorite enemy. I mean, we saw this during the Cold War, where every leftist uprising was a uh, was planned and organized and and armed and funded and uh, essentially a creation of the Soviet Union. Um, and in this case, you know, uh, Iran does have proxy militias in Iraq and in Syria. They're very close to Hezbollah in Lebanon. They've been supporting the Houthis in Yemen, but um, Hamas, not so much. And they've had strained relations at times. They supported opposite sides in the Syrian civil war, for example. And, and, uh, the, the uh, Iran's primary Palestinian ally actually has been Islamic Jihad, uh, which has some operating cells in Gaza Strip, but they are in, in many ways a rival of Hamas. I mean, there's possible some stuff going on that I'm not aware of, uh, but uh, I've, I haven't seen any evidence. Even the U.S. State Department has said they, they see no evidence that Iran uh, was behind the uh, Hamas attack. So, so what can the Palestinian people, you know, do at this point in terms of, you know, Gaza's under this um, all-out, you know, assault? How can they try to protect their lives uh, at this point? And is the United Nation likely to play any role in trying to resolve or de-escalate this conflict? Um, it's it's hard to hard to hard, hard to, uh, to to think of a lot of things. I mean the. Uh, Palestinians are, are not in a very powerful position right now. You know, I I think it would, it would be quite appropriate uh, for uh, as many Palestinians as possible, including those in the Palestine Authority and and uh, the leading uh, political parties in the West Bank, to um, uh, you know, be very explicit, uh, more so than they have so far, in and uh, unequivocally condemning Hamas's terrorist attacks. Well, and 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 uh, make clear they are uh, willing to make peace with Israel as long as Israel ends the occupation. In terms of the United Nations, there's a lot of things the UN could do, but every time the United Nations has tried to take action uh, regarding uh, Israel's wars against Hamas, uh, the United States has either vetoed the resolutions or threatened to veto the resolutions and basically had them rewritten in such a way uh, that uh, they really lack any kind of, of muscle or any 
means of enforcement. So the, the UN, is, I think, is largely um, uh, unable to, to take action, given the uh, uh, United States, as a permanent member, has the uh, uh, power uh, to uh, prevent the Security Council from doing anything. So you so have about a minute left. The, the not new, you know, ruling government coalition uh, in Israel is already under attack, particularly on its efforts to basically take power away from the uh, judiciary to oversee some of the political corruption. It's certainly a lot of uh, criticism at this point that uh, Israel had diverted uh, resources to protect the expansion of the people in the occupied territories, which made it easier for Hamas to, you know, infiltrate the, the borders. How does the Israeli government in the last 30 seconds manage to come out of this conflict? Well, for now, they're, they're, they're riding high, just as people uh, rallied around President Bush after 9-11. Israelis are uh, rallying around Netanyahu. Uh, you're, you're not likely to see the hundreds of thousands of people in the streets in Tel Aviv every week, as we've been seeing uh, for many months now. At the same time, there's a lot of upset that um, Netanyahu moved the Gaza Brigade away from the border and sent them to the West Bank to support right-wing settlers. Indeed, there are 22 Israeli battalions outside of Israel in the West Bank, busy suppressing Palestinians, while instead of, of, of being inside Israel, trying to protect their citizens from this, these kinds of attacks. Uh, thank you very much, Professor Stephen Zunez, University of San Francisco. And this has been Mark Dunley for the... Hudson Mohawk um, magazine.